This program is presented by a community producer through Midland Community Television. The City of Midland and MCTV are not responsible for the content of the program. The views presented do not necessarily represent those of the City of Midland or MCTV. If you would like to produce your own program, contact MCTV at 837-3474 or access our website, cityofmidlandmi.gov slash MCTV. We hope you enjoy the following presentation. Hi everybody, Dale Robbins along with my virtual co-host Rich Violette and as always Leonard Haynes, uh, head coach of the Northwood Timberwolves at Northwood University and it is week three of Northwood Replay here on MCTV. Good to have everybody back in studio with us this morning. Uh, coach, uh, we saw two Ohio teams back to back. We have been within the final couple minutes of play in each of those games at turning the tide and having a different win-loss record than we have coming into this weekend's game at home against uh, Grand Valley at Northwood. However, you're staring at no wins and two losses, both out of conference. Your GLIAC starts uh, coming up on Saturday, again hosting the number 10 team in the country at uh, Hand Stadium. Uh, you have got to be, and you and I have talked about it, your players and I have discussed a little bit, Rich Violet and I have talked about it a little bit. You are literally two or three snaps in each of those games, having those both be wins versus losses. And I know that it hasn't changed your approach to the value of uh, playing uh, a play at a time, a down at a time for all facets of your game. How do you come in knowing into week three, you start your, your conference this weekend, how do you come in knowing that you guys are that close, but yet if you look at paper, you guys are squaring up with the teams you've faced thus far, both Tiffin and Finley. On paper, we look like those certainly could be wins, and they're not. How do you keep, how do you keep your staff, and most importantly your players, vested in what this all started back in May and June of this summer in preparing for a week like you have coming up? Well, it's, it's a constant reminder of uh, they put a lot of hard work in. They they have really put the work and effort in, and it shows on the field. And so we just haven't got some of the breaks, obviously, in football. Take, it's the little things that count, right. and the detailed things that count, some of the things they got away from us. But at the end of the day, we already we already know these guys are going to work hard. They're going to they're going to do whatever it takes to win. And so I am satisfied with that. Obviously, I'm not satisfied with the win loss record. No one wants to lose. Right. And but. At the end of the day, I'm proud of these guys' effort and how they compete each and every week, and, and I know that they're invested because they put the work in, and if, when you invest in something, man, it, it's going to sting, it's going to hurt, or you're going to celebrate real hard right. when you have successes. And so, uh, But for that, I'm, I'm, I'm excited about this team. I still love this team, and nothing's going to change about this team because I love coaching this team, and um, 
and we're going to keep to the process. It's too late to, to turn back now. Absolutely. Uh, listen, we're uh, kind of excited as we launch a brand new technology here at MCTV. Out scouting the state of Michigan is my co-host, uh, Rich Violet. Coach, you driving the speed limit up there? I sure am, Dale. All right, buddy. Coach, how you doing? Doing good. Good. How you doing, Rich? Good. Good to have you along, good. pal. Hey, I, I got my uh, double secret probation binoculars with me, and I'm in enemy territory. <laughs> <laughs> Rich is doing his real job today, so we uh, we are launching uh, uh, a new tech application that MCTV has incorporated for call-in. So, Coach is still uh, Coach Violet is still my co-host. But he's uh, a further distance than ever before for this morning's live taping of the show. So we're going to run with that. Coach, hey, you got you got some questions for Len? I do, Coach. Hey, another tough one down in uh, Finley Saturday night for sure. Hey, it seems uh, it seems like the first two games, you and the other coaches are making great halftime adjustments. You know, we're getting down early and. Um, and then you're you're making those adjustments, and it's a ball game. In your opinion, what needs to be done to not get behind early in these contests? Make those make those adjustments before the game. <laughs> if, if, if we can see what's coming, if we can see what's coming, but. Um, no, it's just getting off to a fast start and being mentally dialed in, and that's what we talk to our players about. You know, defensively, you know, we, we just made it real simple for our guys so they can execute in the second half. It was nothing, nothing earth-shattering. Our coaches did a good job. We said, let's just go with our base stuff and let's just play football. And, you know, we have a lot of young guys out there and the first-time players out there. That's just what you have to do, and then you can build on, you know, as the season goes along. Yeah, Coach. Well, I can tell you there's never given this team. That's for sure. Nobody ever walks around with their heads down like they're behind the eight ball. And uh, that's uh, you got to hats off to the coaches and, and the players for uh, for competing right to the final final end. Yeah, that's what it's about. You know, you, you do this because you love it and you're passionate about it. And, and again, like I told Dale, these guys invested a lot. And, and so, obviously, to come out on the other side of it is, is, you know, they're not being rewarded. But we already know that these guys are going to fight to the bitter end to give us a chance to win. Hey, Coach, I've got one more question for you, uh, if you don't mind. Right. And that is, late in the second quarter, you called timeout while we were on defense. Okay. And I told the viewers that I thought this was the turning point in the game as you made an important stop, not allowing to Finley score, you know, not allowing Finley to score again before half. And and I told Dale, I said, this is huge. And um, I really gave credit to the coaches at, at that timeout and thought, okay, if we can stop them, we get into halftime and uh, we can turn this thing around. But what did you tell your team during that timeout? And what did you share with the team at halftime? Well, during the timeout, really, I just let the coaches, you know, talk to their position groups, uh, and I didn't really say anything too much, but I wanted those guys just to talk to them and share whatever they had to share with the team and then uh, get them back out on the field. But uh, halftime was basically kind of my same thing. It's, hey, we got 60 minutes left. Let's let's give it all we have. Nothing earth-shattering, really. I mean, again, these guys are invested, so I know it means a lot to them. And uh, so big rah-rah speech at halftime or anything like that really didn't happen. These guys just understood 
that, hey, we got to go out here and finish this game off. And so really it's a testament to the coaches and the team. Well, the, the team played outstanding, especially in that second half, and I know Dale will get into the stats, but uh, it was definitely a tale of two halves. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. And I will, just taking a look at that game in Finley, I mean, they scored 31 in the first 30 minutes, and you guys shut them down in the second half. The week before, Tiffin, they only had two scores in the second half, and they were two field goals. Your second half performance is, like you said, if if you come out of the shoot playing the first 30, like you guys have been playing the last 30, and put that third and fourth quarter approach on the field in the first and second quarters, it seems to me, because you don't have the explosive quick score offense. You guys put together a couple of 10 play drives. You covered 90 plus yards in the game against Finley. So possession game, you were better on the clock than them. You outrushed them. You outpassed them. You had, uh, you know, I'm looking at casual Goldsmith ends up with 99 yards on the ground, the young freshman. Uh, Garbarino has his best day, uh, 128 yards in the air. Uh, Brock Franklin has a huge touchdown, which yeah. we'll take a look at in a second, a 57 seven-yarder uh, in, in that game. So uh, what interests me, uh, and we talk about the defense, and there again is your captain, your leader, uh, one of your captains, Demetri Abro. Yeah. And so it, all facets of your game are firing. It just seems the break you talked about, if we can't get that flag not to go or get the flag when it ought to or have that kind of a break, on our side of the line of scrimmage right. instead of theirs. It's such a game. It's, they say it's a game of inches. This is more than that because it's a fraction of an inch yes, where is. you guys are at. <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah. So let's uh, let's take a look. I've mentioned a couple of the standout plays or players that highlighted the game. Uh, you're going to have to do this in your mind's eye, Rich Violet on the road, somewhere near Grand Rapids, Michigan. We're going to take a look at some highlights, Rich, and just trust the coach. He's calling it like he sees it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here, here we are on offense. A little scramble by Joe Garbarino. Throws a nice little strike to Jake. Sideline there. Vincent had a good game. Yeah, Vincent had a really good game. And here's our young freshman there, Casual Goldsmith, who had a pretty good game. Hard runner. <clears throat> young man's really coming to his own. And then here we go, little run, little option. The dive played a to Brock Franklin, who scrambles for a TD here. And Brock, you know, is starting to come along. Mm -hmm. The young man's really Brock doing good. Brock has some speed, coach. I didn't realize he had the speed he had. Yeah, it's a little sneaky, a little <laughs> sneaky. Yeah, uh, they didn't catch him. <laughs> no, it's a great play that by BP defensively on the reverse play. Here's a little drop back pass. To Jalen Lewis, who's nice. another one who's kind of coming out. He's a junior this year. Good game. Really, Had a touchdown really. Yeah, half. we're doing some different things with Jalen, and uh, it's good to see him starting to develop. And then here he is on the score, I'm about two yards out. Uh, Jalen Lewis there again. Yeah. Back defensively. A little pick here. Take it. We'll take that. Obviously, second half we got a little bit better as you guys mentioned. In the second half, defense started to wake up and play a little bit better. His casual ghost move on another hard run. Real tough to bring down. Kid plays with a lot of passion, man, a lot of energy. I love that with, about him. And here's Grant Dunachek on a scramble for a touchdown to get that close, a little, that score a little bit closer, make it 21 to, to 31 uh, in the fourth quarter. And now we're back on defense here. Where defense, uh, Dimitri Abro comes up and make a, a stop 
that kid is always showing up somewhere. Yep. He does a pretty good job. Great leader for our defense and our team. And here is our defense. Good pressure by Simeon Lawrence. That's your guy, Simeon Lawrence. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <coughs> quarterback. Me. And back to offense. It's a little strike here. Joey Scramble in the end zone. Got us out of some, some trouble there in the end zone. Nice strike to Micah, Micah Price to get us out of that end zone. And here's our defense again, rallying to the ball. Boop. Oh, strip, strip. Oh, oh we almost had that fumble back. Sniffed it out. Yes, yes, you did. Yes, so, like I said, our guys played well in the second half, but, you know, we got to play for 60 minutes. There's our final score, 31-21, and you actually had a touchdown by Vincent called back on a hold that was uh, – uh, had nothing to do with the play, did not have any bearing on the play, but Jake's 50-plus uh, yarder got called back. That brings you within three with two and a half to play. Again, it's one of those. If it falls on the other side of the fence, it's a different ball game. Yeah. Uh, you know, you guys allowed 31 points in that, and let's go ahead and take a look at last week's results around the league, even though conference starts this Saturday. Right, right. You got Truman over Wayne State, 35-12. Saginaw Valley, 35-20 to 20 over Tiffin. Ashland. Uh, it's uh, just at 24 to 12 over Wash, Davenport 13 to 9 over Lake Erie, and uh, we all know the Northwest score. Uh, Grand Valley was over Delta. Come back when they trailed. Yep, they trailed. Uh, a UT Pearman, uh, as a Texas team that Northern Michigan played, they lost 40 to 9. Michigan Tech 24 to 19 over McKendree. And Fair State 62 to 28 over uh, Central Washington. Tech's now 2 0. Yep, Tech's now 2 0. You know, going back to that uh, that second half defense, uh, Finley racked up about 345 yards of offense in the first half right. and 31 points. Scoreless in the second half, and your D turned up and your special teams turned out to give you some good field position. No points on the board and only 75 yards of offense. And Finley has a pretty prolific Beeson, a good uh, a good runner for him. Flowers was their key man coming in, and you guys pretty well shut him down, even though he had a cheap touchdown on a push up nah. in the corner. But uh, you know that's that's my opinion that's from the 50-yard line, you know, 80 yards away. But uh, I just uh, again, as we uh, take a look at closing out the first segment before we bring in one of your captains and one of your leaders. Uh, I am not discouraged, and I know you guys aren't. Uh, even though, boy, if you could have tasted victory in one or if not both of those, you'd be at a different place today. But when we get back after we talk uh, with one of your captains, you got a big test coming up Saturday. Right. And uh, you've had a chance to uh, to put yourselves on the field for 120 minutes in preparation of your GLIAC, and we'll talk uh, a little more in, in more detail about that. But in the meantime, uh, Coach Violet, stand by, and if you happen to see cones on the roads in the state of Michigan, you obey all traffic laws, and we will be back to talk with one of the team captains of the Timberwolves, and we're going to take you on both sides of the ball in a special area of Northwood Timberwolf football right after these words on MCTV Northwood Replay. Welcome back, everybody. Northwood Replay, week three here in the studios of MCTV. My favorite part of the show, and this is not dissing Len and Coach Haynes, but uh, when he brings the players in, he doesn't make them wear shoulder pads and helmets, and we put them right in front of me at the table, Rich and I, and uh, we get a chance to meet the guys uh, on each side of the line. In this case, we're going to uh, welcome in uh, fifth-year senior captain uh, Alex 
Spacuzzi and Al, you wear number four, favorite in the program. I think uh, Coach Violet's going to talk about you being one of his faves, as we always do, uh, just the way you go about playing the game. But uh, you're uh, from Macomb. Macomb, Michigan is your hometown. You've been a Midlander for the last five. You're getting ready to walk the walk in December. And uh, tell us a little bit about uh, you at Northwood. Let's start academically, and then we're going to the football, because that's where you shine as well. All right, well, I'm in the supply chain program here at Northwood. Been in it all five years. Um, with a lot of guys on the team too, been in the program, so it's been a lot of fun to go through the program with friends that I knew even before coming to college. So right. that's been fun. I walked in May of last year, so uh, it's just a real feeling uh, that I'm walking uh, out of here in December. But uh, Northwood has set me up very well for the future as far as uh, whatever job it is that I do after. So school has been a lot of fun here at Northwood. You got uh, any aspirations? I got to figure you got some irons in the fire right now. You're going to stay somewhere in this region of the country. You're going someplace warm 12 months a year. What you thinking? Yeah, I don't really have any any okay. desire to leave Michigan, to be honest. You know, I like being around my family, my friends Absolutely. here. So if I can get a job uh, here in Michigan, preferably close to home, that'd be, uh, that'd be good for me. Coach Violet, it's your turn, Mister. Uh, we only got a couple minutes. Is that how fast this goes? You're you're up, Coach. All right, say Al, how are you? I'm good. How about uh, you? As Dale mentioned, <laughs> you are one of my favorite fellas to watch on Saturday for sure. I love all the all-purpose yards you bring to this club, and uh, and your special teams play and your offensive play. Tell me, I got two questions. Tell me a little bit about playing for Coach Arnold and what he expects from you on the special teams unit? Uh, playing for Coach Arnold is awesome. You know, he's a guy that's super intense on the field and uh, even in meetings. You know, he's a, he's a guy that you want to play for as a player. You know, he, uh, he relates to players really well, you know, and, and as a coach, he, he has great game plans for us. He puts us in the best position to succeed as a team and as individuals. So, you know, playing for Coach Arnold the past five years has been awesome. Um, it's been a blessing to be able to play on his special teams for the past four years. And uh, I couldn't ask for anything more from Coach Arnold. Excellent. I would expect I would expect that you to say that, uh, Al. The other the other thing is, you know, we lost Gary Landless last year, of course, graduating, and we need a big play receiver. Do you feel you can be the guy? And, and are you having those conversations with those coaches? Say, hey, coach, give me the ball a little more. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I can be our big play receiver. Um, but, you know, conversely, I'm not the type of guy that's going to ask for the ball every single game. You know, I trust in our coaches that we're going to do what we need to do to um, put ourselves in the best position to win. So I'm not going to be a guy that's going to ask for the ball. I'm just going to do my job when my name's called upon. But, um, you know what, man, I miss Gary a lot. Uh, Gary was in the receiver room with me for four years here at Northwood. And um, it was awesome to play with him, but I also got a really good friend in Gary. So I miss him a lot. Um, his presence is missed for sure on our offense, um, but you know we got we got a lot of guys in the receiver room that can step up to the plate and uh, and fill that void right now. Awesome, awesome, Al. Well, good luck this weekend. I'm just trying to put a word in to make sure we get that ball in your hands because when we do, those all-purpose yards are huge. Ten, ten, coach. Good luck, Al. <laughs> I appreciate it. Thank you. Well, you are a two-way player, and those are kind of rare to find at the collegiate level, but uh, your special teams play. Uh, you, by the way, I know you don't pay much attention to this kind of stuff because you guys aren't about numbers and stats so much, but uh, you're, uh, you're inside the top 50 nationally for your kick return 
return yardage. You're number three in the conference right now. You've got 125 return yards. Uh, I don't know why they kick it to you because on film, you just look like the guy not to kick it to. But uh, with you and uh, Keenan back there, they seem to, you get the hook of the ball, and that's always fun because here goes and who knows what's going to happen. It's a lot of fun. You know, the, the best part about kick return is I got 10 guys in front of me, you know, that are going to do their job. Right. And, uh, you know, it's a mentality thing for us. You know, we like hardcore dudes on our special teams unit. So you got if it. they want to kick it off, then we'll return it. <laughs> as well as uh, you've been targeted a few times and you've been overthrown more than you've been uh, something catchable. You've caught a couple of balls that probably weren't catchable and you caught them anyway. Uh, so you're building up all-purpose yards. You're second on the team behind Garbarino with the passing outing he had last weekend. But uh, it's always exciting because I know that regardless of where we're at in the game, if you get your hands on the ball, relying on the 10 around you, regardless of what you're doing, if you're on the offensive side of the scrimmage line or on the special teams return side of things, uh, you literally make things happen because you go right to the heart of the problem and, and most often plow through what's coming. And, and uh, there's been more uh, long game saving tackles on you than there have been head up stuff. So <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> you betcha. You betcha. Uh, in, in the quick brief minute that we have left, <coughs> excuse me. You are now a senior leader. You are a captain. You have been getting time on the field for many years in a row as, as a younger player, underclassman. Does your role see, and not that you're playing any different, how do you take these underlings and give them what you got for that mentality of what it takes to play this level of football? Uh, you know, I think one thing that as captains on our team that we try to do is, is build a mold for guys to come into the program and, and buy into right away. Because if you think about it, you get a bunch of dudes to buy into what we're trying to do as a football program here. Once they buy into it, they're going to do the same thing as we do once they get right. to the leadership level that we're at right now. You know, me, Joe, Dim, and Dunny are all going to prepare these guys to, to be good football players, good leaders, and just good teammates ultimately. So once they get older, they can teach young guys when they're freshmen, when they get to that point in the program. So it's just going to hopefully continue cycle for this football program. You bet. And right now, when times get tough, is when leadership stands out most. And uh, it's not been an easy start to 2019, but I have no fear what lies ahead in your leadership skills and the way that you guys go about doing business. We're in good shape. Yeah, regardless. No, no fear for Nothing but good either. luck against them Lakers on Saturday and uh, you just keep uh, doing stuff so I can call your name. I love to say your name. <laughs> Al Spacuzzi, Northwood Replay, week three here on MCTV. This is what this show is all about and we thank you for tuning in. We'll be back to Coach, talk about the Grand Valley State University Lakers coming to town Saturday. Big game, Military Appreciation Day at Northwood University. Come on, you're invited. We'll be right back. Welcome back, everybody. Segment three of week three of MC Replay here on MCTV. Coach Leonard Haynes of the Northwood Timberwolves. Uh, Coach, uh, you always seem to bring us your best. And uh, you, have not, uh, you have not fallen short here this year uh, for our, our player section, our player segment of this program. Tell us a little bit about uh, Al Spacuzzi, what he's not only meant for you in his five years in your program. Uh, he came on board with you at that point, did he not? Yeah. In, in yeah. your interim year? Tell us a little bit about that youngster. Well, I'll tell you what, Al embodies what, what we're all about. You know, he's, he's a hard worker, uh, first class citizen, on and off the field. You know, you're going to get his absolute best. You know, when people said he couldn't do it, 
he's doing it. And I'm very proud of him and what he brings to um, this football team. He comes from a great family, great mom and dad, a great brother. His brother played for us as well. Right. And I tell you what, man, what a great family. Great family. Love that kid. Love him to death. Well, we've got some, uh, it's the opener. We've talked about it uh, all along this morning. Uh, it's the opener of the GLIAC. Let's go ahead and take a look at uh, some of this week's games that are coming up and see what kind of matchups we've got going into yeah, week right. one. All right, right. Here we go. Conference play. Grand Valley comes over to Northwood here. A great, great, great game to come to. Uh, part of the community come and watch Northwood play. Uh, a great opponent. You got Davenport going up to Northern Michigan. Michigan Tech is at Saginaw Valley. That ought to be a great matchup. Yep. Uh, Wayne State uh, is uh, on the road to Quincy and Fair State and Ashland always seems to be a very good matchup in the conference. Here's our game. It's a one o'clock kickoff, so you're not under the lights for this one. You're at home. Yeah. Uh, they've had a pretty good run at us, has Grand Valley. They're currently setting in the coaches poll week after week. They've been top ten. They're sitting squarely on, on the ten spot, depending on which poll you look at. Uh, they bring some things to town, uh, and we've been playing them since the late 70s. Uh, did you play against them as a player? Yeah. You yes, did? I did. Not in the 70s. No, no, no. Uh, no, no. It was jettisoned forward a little bit. But yes, I did. I did play against Grand Valley. Right. What do you remember uh, about them as a player and then coach has Well, they question. were always a tough team. Always a team sure. to beat. You know, you always kind of, they were the measuring stick and um, you always wanted to beat those guys as a you player know. and as a coach. And so, uh, they had their first class program. Matt Mitchell does a great job over there. Uh, him and his coaches and they always seem to get some of the top talent around. Coach Violet, what do you got for uh, Coach Haynes? Well, Coach, uh, nothing you don't already know. They got a great defense, it looks like, and uh, they're bringing in the National Defensive Player of the Week this week. He he had 20 tackles, two sacks, two tackles for loss, and that come from behind win over Delta State. And that's uh, senior linebacker Isaiah. I'll probably get his last name wrong, Nakansa. But uh, how do you account for for somebody like that, Coach? Well, we just have to play our game, and we know we know he's out there. We know they have great players all over the place, not just uh, Isaiah. And so we just got to do our jobs. If you're assigned to block him, you better you got to go block him. And so it's kind of man on man, and the best man wins. And so, but there's no doubt he's a great football player. But like I said, they got they got a, a great defense. Those guys run around, they fly around. Uh, I think they do a, definitely a good job in what they're doing from a schematic standpoint as well. And, and I'll just follow up on that with a second question, and, and you kind of answered that a little bit, it sounds like. Their defense has an amazing 0-14 stat of not allowing a single point after giving up a turnover. Uh -huh. I'm sure you looked at a lot of film. What is the key to their success on defense? Well, a lot of talent, a lot of you can speed. Uh, you know, they got some strength up front. And I think their defensive line is one of the best I've seen so far uh, in, in watching film and breaking down teams. And But their great team speed and athleticism that they have at the corner spot and safety. I mean, overall, hands down, I think they want, again, the best defense I've seen so far uh, in this conference. But that's what makes them great. So you know that you're going up against 
that type of a, a foe on the other side of the football. One thing that jumped off the page at me in just two games is you guys are 75% successful in putting points on the board inside the 20. Mm -hmm. Your red zone percentage is phenomenal. You guys have gotten good. We just saw it twice in Finley. You get down inside the 20, you put 14 points on the board, 14 or 21 inside, inside the 20 yard line. That is something that certainly you recognize and highlight. So you got a good scoring offense. Is the key to get in scoring position and work smart at that point against a defense that's stingy like Coach Violet just brought up? Yeah, it's key to get in that position sure. so you can have some success. And, you know, those are some of the things we work on anyway. Our coaches do a good job at creating the situations in practice. And so hopefully when we get to game situations that, you know, we can transfer Absolutely. it over and we can score in games. And so obviously this is a great challenge and it's, uh, it's a good challenge for us as a, as a football team, period. And uh, our offense understands they, they, they got to come ready. And the whole team has to come ready. You guys have a mentality. That's what football is about. Have a come mentality. Ready. Come ready. You're prepared. Let's play football. And that's where it really comes down to. And, and so our guys are up to the challenge. It's all about us. We're not really concerned about Grand Valley. Yep. And meaning we just have to take care of our business. And I will say that year in and year out, week in and week out, we have to be concerned about what we can do and what we can control and take advantage of the opportunities that we get. Well, it's exciting to see these underclassmen come in and have uh, the kind of impact on your games that they do. It's also exciting to see uh, the continued leadership for those young guys to mold them into what it is your program is becoming now in your fourth full year as head court coach at Northwood University. We uh, have just absolutely run out of time, but that means uh, go to YouTube and find us on MCTV. Also, uh, we are podcasting this. You're invited to do that. Uh, go Northwood.com, get your live video and live stats of uh, home games. You can listen to the radio there, and if you're on the radio, you can go to 107.7 FM, the highway, or 1490 WMPX for over 30 years carrying Northwood Timberwolf football on their airwaves. Rich and I will uh, not do that game. I'll uh, wait till Saturday to introduce you who's my, my uh, temporary partner for that. But I want to tell you what, Coach Violet, you have just jettisoned MCTV into the 21st uh, century <laughs> simply by being on the road and participating in this morning's show. Thanks, bud. Appreciate your willingness. Yep, loved it. Every bit of it, Coach. Good luck. I know you'll come ready. I'll have an earpiece in listening on Saturday. All right. Thank you, brother. I'll send you my uh, I'll send you my recruiting uh, developments later today. I'll be looking for it. I'll be I'll be looking for it. <laughs> well, that's it for this one. Week three is now in the hopper. All that's left is the battle at Hand Stadium, one o'clock, Midland, Michigan, Northwood University. Come see what we built, and we ask you not only to attend the game but go away mad from this show as well. Go away and make a difference. Have a great weekend, everybody.
This program is presented by a community producer through Midland Community Television. The City of Midland and MCTV are not responsible for the content of the program. The views presented do not necessarily represent those of the City of Midland or MCTV. If you would like to produce your own program, contact MCTV at 837-3474 or access our website, cityofmidlandmi.gov slash MCTV.